The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamualaikum to all the listeners and viewers. I welcome you all to another exciting and educating edition of the Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host Fahad Martin uh, for today's show, and I hope and pray that all of us are fit and healthy by the grace of Almighty Allah. Uh, this show is broadcasting from the studios of Inspire FM on 9th of January 2020. Yes, indeed, we are in 2020 and casting all its positive vibes to all our lovely people in Luton and the surrounding areas of Luton like Dunstable, Harpenton and Bedford. And re- our airwaves reaching all over, uh, all over everywhere, uh, across our Facebook uh, page and across our web app. Uh, and then definitely, uh, it seems like uh, our video is not up and running on Facebook for some bizarre reason. Uh, but yeah, we will be up and running pretty soon. Oh yes, we are up and running. <laughs> um, um, uh, sorry, it seems like uh, the technology sometimes uh, baffle me as well. Um, yeah, so uh, as we know, uh, as we all know, that we do a different um, uh, topics every single week, and we try to highlight uh, whatever going on in the community. Because one of our main motto of this show is to provide uh, necessary information to all our lovely people uh, in Luton and all the surrounding areas of Luton, like Dunstable, Harpeth, and Bedford. So. Uh, uh, and definitely going all all over uh, 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 are going through Facebook via via blank as well. <laughs> So um, I normally, as as this is the second show of this new year, uh, I thought, why not we do a quick catch up on something which uh, is a problem in some areas? Uh, and definitely, the topic for today uh, is a very unique one because we had uh, touch on that last year as well. Uh, last year, a few weeks ago, <laughs> uh, uh, and that the topic was uh, lung health check. Yes, so the topic for today is Lungs Health Check. And as we all know, I'm not the person who talks about uh, these topics. I'm the guy who normally asks questions because I have lovely guests every single time in the studios. And today is not uh, today is another very good day because I have a very own residential doctor uh, who is with me in the studio He's a legend. He's my GP, and and he's GP of more uh, more uh, to many of our listeners as well. And 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 definitely, he's always an inspiring figure for me because he always guided me, uh, educated me in different ways. But other than that, he is a brilliant personality. Uh, he's also the uh, Luton uh, Clinical Commission Group respiratory clinical lead as well. And he is none other than Doctor Talib Abu Bakr. Assalamualaikum, sir. Malik Salam. How are you? A big uh, introduction there. <laughs> yes. Well, you are an inspiration for me, uh, and I must say, you inspire me many different ways. So, and I always look—I uh, always look uh, look up to you uh, in many different ways because you always encourage me, motivate me, and make me happy. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> 
We try our best. Indeed, indeed. How are you, sir? Very good, thank you. Although yeah. I have said so many words, but still the introduction is required from our guests. So uh, a quick intro for our listeners. Well, I'm a GP, uh, work full-time at Bell House Medical Centre in Bury Park. Have been there since 1995, so just over 24 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get inspired by my patients. There's some amazing people out there who are doing amazing things. Uh, unfortunately illness happens to some of us sometimes we make illnesses happen but how people change their lifestyles and the way of life to try and improve themselves is quite inspiring mm-hmm. um, and you learn those stories then you pass them on to other people to see if some others will take that on board yes indeed, indeed. Um, and I think Luton is a fantastic example because there's amazing uh, people who've taken things on and, and just run with it, uh, literally, mm-hmm. uh, have done some amazing things to their health, but has a knock-on effect on family members, friends, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yes, I, I know, because there are so many new things started in while Luton, uh, and I think so, the... Uh, Health check, uh, the lung health check is one of them, uh, which is uh, part of uh, Luton is one of the pilot projects. I remember. Well, uh, we didn't start it. Leeds and Manchester um, mm-hmm. were the first original pilots, but mm-hmm. because their s- studies were so good, another ten to fourteen other areas were also picked to pilot it, and Luton is one of those. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I remember you mentioned about this uh, last time, and you said uh, this is one of uh, one of those things which uh, will uh, it's, it's unique in many different ways. But then it also uh, uh, bring Luton in, in in a different light because it will allow people who have uh, problems in the past uh, smoking uh, if, if they used to smoke. So. Please give yeah, just to recap of what the project's all about, we we were hoping to start by now, but um, certain contractual things and so forth, which is uh, beyond my control and above, way above me, because I'm not really management, I'm, I'm, I'm clinical. Um, what the plan is, um, everyone who is over the age of 55 and up to 75 as mm-hmm. part of the pilot, so unfortunately we can't take people outside those age groups, mm-hmm. who've ever smoked or smoke now will be offered over the next two years. So it's not something that the practices are going to be able to do now and hopefully we can take it away from the practices. So um, the practices are definitely involved, but it, it's a separate team altogether. They'll be contacting these people by letter mm-hmm. over the next two years, hopefully starting March, April time. Um, and if you're in that risk group, you'll be uh, given a health check of your lungs. Mm-hmm. And that would involve a questionnaire to see how your lungs are working, how, how many cigarettes you smoke, whether you're still smoking, uh, how far you can walk, and um, your general questions about breathlessness and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be offered a, a spirometry as well, which is to check your lung capacity uh, is a simple way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And those at the higher group will be offered a CT scan, which at present they don't get. And it's a low emission CT scan. And what the results are showing in um, Manchester and and Leeds and and co is that those who are at the highest risk and we do a CT scan, a small percentage of them are showing up with lung cancer at a very early stage. Mm -hmm. So stage one, um, which potentially is curable. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of people at the moment without this project is is being picked up at stage three and four, which is much more difficult to treat. Because uh, in the cancers, lung cancer and uh, pancreatic cancers are the are the worst ones. Uh. Well, there, there's lots of cancers. Um, I, I qualified in '91, mm-hmm. and if you had cancer, there's very few cancers that you could cure. Well, nowadays. For example, breast cancer. If you if you had breast cancer when I started as a junior doctor, mm-hmm. most didn't survive one year. But now most are surviving five years plus, um, and and we're getting cure rates. So uh, 
medicines in oncology has changed dramatically and we, we, we're far better at uh, treating these conditions. Mm-hmm. I would like to add, and I'm sure we'll touch on it later, but prevention is still better than cure. Indeed. And, and Indeed. there's lots what we could do out in the community and people ourselves individually as families, as communities, to try and stop getting cancer in the first place. But treatment rates are, are improving. Uh, lung seems to have lagged behind because it's a very difficult cancer to pick up uh, and treat and very much like pancreatic cancer it gives you symptoms later on Mm -hmm. so the idea is to try and prevent it and the number one thing you can do to prevent it is to stop smoking Mm -hmm. or not start at all but certainly stopping smoking uh, will make a massive difference and there's lots of things we can offer in the community and your practices on how to help you stop smoking mm-hmm. uh, and unfortunately if you have smoked or still smoking and you fit into that age group we will be offering you these uh, screen tests and don't forget majority of people aren't going to be picked up with cancer the mm-hmm. idea is to a tell you about lung health and and uh, learn about it secondly it's to pick up any other conditions like asthma copd uh, interstitial lung disease mm-hmm. um, and then a smaller percentage I think out of all the ones they screened in Manchester uh, an extra hundred cancers were picked up at an earlier stage than they would have normally extra hundred yeah wow so these people would have had got cancer anyway mm-hmm. but they would have been picked up at a later stage two or three years when when their symptoms would have got worse mm-hmm. so now as I said we're very fortunate that we've been picked um, partly because we we were high in smoking rates and also survival rates for lung cancer because people were presenting at a later stage Um, so now with this opportunity we're hoping that we can screen that age group Mm -hmm. Um, the sad thing about the the pilot back in Manchester and Leeds was only 50% attended for screening even though they were invited with at least two letters so um, that's not an unusual figure mm-hmm. for screening in this country. Yeah, and unfortunately. Unfortunately, in Luton, we, we seem to do worse for other types of screening, like cervical screening, bowel screening, and breast screening. Mm-hmm. So we're using this as an opportunity not just to advertise the lungs side for the 55 to 75-year-olds, but also to keep encouraging people. If you see that letter drop on your mat, screening does save lives so you know breast cancer bowel cancer i've at least two in the last three months of my patients who've been Mm -hmm. picked up at a very early stage because of screening and and they're cured they have their uh, treatment and they're cured or potentially cured they'll know in five years time but otherwise these people have been picked up at a much later stage which is more complicated treatment more complicated surgery um and the screening helps uh, reduce that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that note, let me introduce us listeners as well, uh, our listeners. Uh, so let's see what they can say. So listeners, if you have any questions or queries regarding our topic tonight, uh, please, please, please get in touch with us by either calling us on 01582481822, I repeat, 01582481822, or you can send your questions via text messages or WhatsApp on 07779. Four eight one eight two two. Now I do have uh, one question pop on my screen, uh, sir, and it says, "Assalamu alaikum. Please explain. Please explain what is a low-level CT scan. Uh, also, why it's over fifty-five. So um, the risk of lung cancer is, on the whole, majority of people are over 55. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean that if you have symptoms of a persistent cough more than um, four to six weeks is what I normally say. The government um, advertising is saying three weeks. Mm -hmm. If you're a smoker and you've got a persistent cough that doesn't go away after a number of weeks, or you cough up blood or uh, you're getting more and more short of breath and it's been a sudden change, Mm -hmm. you should still be seeing your GP. So just because this pilot scheme's going on, if you're still worried and you're 45 or you're 85 and you're outside those risk groups, you still have to go through the process of what you would do now even when the pilot's not there. That's mm-hmm. his first port of call is to see your doctors. And they will do the various tests and investigations and, and discuss with you what the next step are. And they can still refer you through what we call the two-week wait mm-hmm. if they worried that there's cancer. So that doesn't change. And that's made big differences in people's lives already. Mm-hmm. This is extra 
it's still a pilot, so we can't offer it to everyone. Mm -hmm. And when you run pilots to see what's the best uh, approach, you, you have to set limits. Mm -hmm. And um, what the studies have shown is 55 to 75 is where you'll pick up most of them. Um, so as I say, we, we are still encouraging, that's why we called it lung health rather than screening, is, mm -hmm. is to highlight to the community of the symptoms they should be looking out for to see their own doctors. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean you don't, if you don't fit into that group, that you, you don't seek help. You still need to seek help, even if you fit into that group, because it might be a year down the road when you get your letter for an invite for the screening. And it's the same with breast lumps, uh, breast screening and bowel screening. If you still get symptoms mm -hmm. of bleeding b b bowels, for example, or you're changing bowel habit that lasts for more than six weeks, or you're suddenly losing weight for no reason, mm -hmm. you still need to go and see your doctor to be assessed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, it's, most of the time, it's benign conditions, but there's also the sinister conditions like cancer that we would need to watch out for. So that's when your GP will ask you specific questions, do specific investigations and, and refer appropriately. Mm -hmm. So again, this has given us an opportunity to, A, things like this, get on air and advise people not just about uh, the scary word of cancer, but actually mm -hmm. how to look after your health to prevent you getting that in the first place. Indeed. And also to look out for signs early on so that we can pick up things early mm -hmm. and you might find it's other conditions that we wouldn't have picked up because you didn't come to the doctors because you've got the symptoms mm -hmm. now uh, so uh, this uh, basically pilot is specifically targeting uh, smokers yes so that's just a cigarette smokers or it can be shisha smoker or it can be cigar smokers because well at the I moment again the pilot again mm -hmm. because it's a pilot it has to be very specific because you've got to be able to compare like for like across the country mm -hmm. so at the moment we're looking at cigarette smokers okay uh in in terms of uh lungs uh as as you said that uh certain medications can um if if you've been highlighted that you're on stage one certain medications can help you kill the uh lung cancer so uh in terms of uh, uh general health of lung itself um I know you have mentioned in past programs that uh, a person's lung has more age and, and uh, yes, uh, the amount of damage we do uh, can be reversed, but then you have to do certain measures. Uh, I completely forgot about a specific words, but you mentioned about the lung health in general in terms of uh, how a, how how much age of the lung normally varies? Yeah. Um, firstly, uh, for lung cancer, the, mm -hmm. the mainstay of treatment is surgery. Mm -hmm. So again, if the, if the tumor is very small, mm -hmm. it's much more amenable for surgery. Um, whereas if it's much larger, then it starts to affect other organs and your heart and major blood vessels are very close to it, then mm -hmm. it makes surgery much more complicated or almost impossible. So that's why surgery is the mainstay. Chemotherapy is second line if if it's appropriate so it's normally surgery and depends on what type of cancer as mm -hmm. well so you can get types of lung cancer like which are lymphomas which technically aren't lung cancer but mm -hmm. they first picked up in the lungs they, they're much more amenable to chemo uh, but the majority of lung cancers you're looking at surgery as the mainstay of treatment so mm -hmm. just to correct you on that point um lung health is the same as living healthy mm -hmm. there's no difference it's about eating well exercising breathing um, you can do without water for a few days you can do without food for a couple of weeks but you can't do without oxygen for a few seconds for most of us a few minutes for the world record holders <laughs> but we have to have oxygen and the way we get oxygen is through our lungs mm -hmm. so we've got to look after our lungs and our lungs are these two large balloon-like structures, um, but they're made up of tiny, tiny little bubbles because mm -hmm. that increases the surface area. And if anyone remembers physics, which I have forgotten more physics than I've learnt, but the more, the smaller the area, the, the bigger the surface area. Mm -hmm. So your lungs are like little. Uh, if you know the chocolate bar aero bars, mm -hmm. it's got lots of tiny, tiny little bubbles. Mm -hmm. Well, each one of those bubbles has a blood vessel which then exchanges oxygen. The more of those you've got, the healthier lungs and the more oxygen your body gets. Mm -hmm. And oxygen's good for all sorts of things. Exactly, um, exactly. Now, if you don't look after your lungs, the lungs, you know, if you're overweight, for example, your lungs don't get a chance to fully expand, so you're not getting the full amount of oxygen that you need. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, if you've got um, a slightly big tummy, like I have over 
the holiday period, it's reducing the amount of space left for my lung to expand. So I'm already taking less oxygen. If I'm not breathing correctly, if I'm not using my diaphragm properly, I'm taking less oxygen. So some studies have suggested 10 to 15 percent less oxygen just by the fact our posture for example if you're slumped in a chair mm -hmm. again your diaphragm's not working properly so just by sitting up straight taking deep breaths making sure when you take a deep breath your stomach's coming out rather than going up most people do it the other way around mm -hmm. so for example if you take a deep breath in if everyone you sometimes uh, if everyone tuck their stomach inside well exactly yeah. so if everyone at home takes a deep breath in now most of us will suck our stomach in yeah <laughs> When you, if you imagine if you stuck your stomach in, the diaphragm can't come down, mm -hmm. which means that you're not getting the full volume of your lungs. So these simple th exercises that you can do, if you just go onto YouTube and look up breathing exercises or relaxing breathing exercises, you can breathe much more efficiently than mm -hmm. uh, you could do. And even those people with lung illnesses like COPD and asthma, if they start doing these breathing exercises, they do improve their lung Although it's not an, a muscle, it works like a muscle. The more you work it, the better you work at it, the, the more efficient it becomes. But going back to those little bubbles, if you smoke, for example, mm -hmm. as an aging process, as I get older, those bubbles are slowly popping. So mine's going pop, 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 very slowly over mm -hmm. a period of time. If you're a smoker, you're, that popping is happening five times faster than naturally. So instead of going pop, pop, there's going... <laughs> and you don't get those uh, bubbles back. Bubbles back. Fortunately, nature's giving us much more than we ever need, but it hasn't given us five times more because as a smoker, your lungs are shrinking five times faster than mine. So the size of the lung isn't shrinking, but the surface area is shrinking. And that dead space that's left behind, the lung, the body doesn't like dead space, so it fills it up with mucus, which is full of nice stuff for bacteria so your risk of getting infections much more your lungs aren't expanding as much your oxygen levels aren't as high as they should be because you can't exchange the oxygen because that part of the lung has less surface area so you can see how slowly your shortness of breath starts the mucus starts to build up so you develop a chronic cough because your body's constantly trying to cough up this phlegm mm -hmm. you start to get infections more frequently so that starts to uh, increase the amount of antibiotics you have then they start to become resistant to that and every time you have a chest infection and pneumonia particularly for people with COPD you lose even more part of that the alveoli mm -hmm. um, so then it becomes a bit of a vicious cycle um, so we try and reverse that cycle by getting them to breathe properly and, and stop smoking. I know I sound like a parrot every time I come here. I think I'm talking about stop smoking. But the number of people I still see mm -hmm. who are kidding themselves when they say, oh, I only smoke a little bit. Yeah, that's what my, uh, I wanted yeah. to ask. What are, What's the difference between the people who are smoking like 10 cigarettes or 20 cigarettes than a person who's having five cigarettes or something? Well, um, the number of cigarettes you smoke uh, per day, so if you're smoking five a day, that means in a week you're smoking 35. Mm -hmm. So in a month it's over 100. Okay. That's a lot of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't, it's, we can't visualize in, uh, in a radio <laughs> station, but um, we, we've got this little cube with how much 20 cigarettes, how much fluid is left in your lungs of which at least 40 causes cancer mm -hmm. um, most of it your body doesn't like so I always think of my body um, immune system like an army mm -hmm. yeah for your army to work properly it has to have oxygen has to be fed f properly and it has to exercise mm -hmm. yeah if you've got an army that never exercises it's not much good as an army if you don't feed that army properly help with healthy foods it's not going to be a very effective army and if you don't give it oxygen properly it's not going to be very effective either well that immune system your army that's in your body is designed to fight off infection it's designed to heal things fix things reproduce things that are broken in your body and also it's there partly to stop cancers happening. Mm -hmm. Your macrophages and things like that, are, they eat up cancer cells at early stage. Mm -hmm. Well, if your army is busy looking after your smoking or looking after that extra food that it doesn't need, mm -hmm. your army A is being distracted, but it's also not very fit because you're not allowing exercising the, the army. Mm -hmm. Things come in through the back door. So we increase our infection rates. We start to get illnesses that we shouldn't be seeing. And also cancer comes in through the back door. So 
so by thinking of it like an army, the you know what would you want expect an army to look after you look like? Mm-hmm. It needs to be fit. It needs to be healthy. Well, that's what our body should be. So we should be eating better. We should be exercising regularly. We should be watching our weight. We should um, be mentally alert and happy and stress-free. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing to help those things? And there's lots of things that people could be doing uh, in a natural way, mm-hmm. not just relying on medication. Mm-hmm. And certainly that, that's a lot of things that certainly from the social services point of view, uh, Luton CCG point of view, and, and a big part from the community itself mm-hmm. is pushing people to start looking after themselves rather than just relying on quick fixes of tablets and so forth. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I must say, uh, the contribution you do in terms of the park runs and so forth and, and motivate people, including myself, to do park run is amazing. <laughs> well, it's because I see people do it and they motivate me and you, and I can't stop talking about it because mm-hmm. I see people changing. Mm-hmm. And because you see people change, you change yourself and then you just encourage other people to indeed, do it. Indeed, indeed. And, and on, uh, it's amazing. Exactly, exactly. And and I, I really, uh, first day I was like, seriously, how can we run that long? But after doing that, I really enjoyed it. And on that note, wow. <laughs> The time has passed really, really quickly. I've just scratched the surface. There are so many things I need to ask. And there are a couple of questions on the section as well. But I will ask all those things uh, when we come back from our break. Um, so uh, it will be a very quick, short break. Uh, so when we come back from break, we will talk about, uh, as the weather is changing, so we will talk about infections and especially the emergency medicines as well. Uh, stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamualaikum and good evening to all our listeners and viewers. I welcome you back to the Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host Fahad Matan for today's evening and we are talking about healthy lung and lung health check. With our very own guest, Dr. Talib Abu Bakr. Assalamualaikum sir. Waalaikumsalam. How are you? Alhamdulillah. This program is broadcasting live from the studios of Inspire FM today on 9th of January 2020. And casting our positive vibes to all our lovely people in Luton and the surrounding areas of Luton like Dunstable, Harpenden and Bedford. Milton Kings as well. And our, um, we, you can uh, hear us or view us uh, via Facebook page as well. All you have to do is just go to uh, your Facebook page and click Inspire FM uh, live link and you can view us. So before we went on break, we were talking about lung, lung health check. And, and uh, 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 Doc was just giving us insight in terms of how our lungs, uh, uh, which is a beautiful apprentice by, made by Almighty, uh, help us. Uh, and, and although they have a very big life, uh, they, they have good capacity, but how we uh, uh, destroy them by uh, doing a, a smoke and so forth. Isn't it, sir? That's right, yeah. So um, uh, I do wanted to ask you, and, and, and definitely one of our listeners uh, did uh, post a question. Uh, uh, so before winding it up, I just need a couple of things which I need to highlight it on. Is uh, uh, I want to ask you, is that, uh, or our listeners want to ask you, is does e-cigarette cause damage to the lungs? Um, your lungs are really paper thin, mm-hmm. okay? So it's not designed to have things going into it. Mm-hmm. But... The cigarettes, nicotine, and everything in cigarettes, not just nicotine, there's all sorts of things, formaldehyde, coal tar, everything. In fact, there's more 
different chemicals in cigarettes than there is in exhaust of a car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the volumes are different. Um, so I often joke with people is you may as well stand there and, and go to the car and have a nice suck of the car exhaust rather than a cigarette. It's probably healthier. Old car exhaust, probably, not the new one. <laughs> probably quite... It's not true, uh, but the, the actual different chemicals is, is much higher in cigarette smokings, and 40 causes cancer. Wow. E-cigarettes, on the whole, has just nicotine, mm-hmm. okay? It's still early days. Uh, originally, it was thought to be super safe and, and no problems whatsoever, mm-hmm. but there have been some deaths in America. There have been some issues with lung infections in this country as well, so it's not 100%. So... But the numbers are far less than what's caused by lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Lung cancer is huge. Um, heart disease is huge. We have over 350,000 people die a year. Uh, a lot of it's cigarette smoking related. So the the worst figures are for cigarette smoking. So I always think of it like if I drive my car on the motorway, I think I've explained this one to you before, mm-hmm. 70 miles per hour, I can follow all the rules, uh, do everything right, and there's still no guarantee I'm not going to have an accident. Mm-hmm. As a cigarette smoker, you're driving your car five times faster than me. So that means you're driving your car at 350 miles per hour. So that's more chance, the highest risk of having any accidents, so heart attack, strokes and what have you, is much higher if you follow all the rules and don't smoke, look after your health, there is still a small chance you might have an accident. Mm-hmm. But it's a much smaller chance than if you're a smoker. An e-cigarette, I always, and, and we don't have the figures, but I would suggest it's like driving a car 90, 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So it's still not as good as driving at 70 miles per hour, but it's still far better than smoking. So if you've tried, if you've gone to Luton uh, Total Wellbeing to get your smoke cessation advice and patches and uh, nicotine, nicotine replacement, or you go into your practice, some practices will offer the same services, and you find and you've tried and tried and can't manage, e-cigarettes is still a good way to start to reduce your cigarette in, uh, intake. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the problem we're finding now is people come off their cigarettes and going on to e-cigarettes instead, and but staying on it. Yeah. They're not addicted, they just stay on it. It's a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they should be thinking is, okay, I'll use the e-cigarettes to wean off the cigarettes and then slowly come off the e-cigarettes itself the worrying thing for me is youngsters are now thinking it's quite cool and they're going straight onto the e-cigarettes mm-hmm. they don't they're not even smokers yet they're going onto e-cigarettes because they think it's completely safe although it's not you know it's still more dangerous to get into a car than it is with e-cigarettes i it's still early stage so i would say to people that if you're really struggling with cigarette smoking e-cigarettes is a fantastic way of reducing your smoking Mm -hmm. but it's not you don't want to be thinking it's completely safe i don't want youngsters to go on to e-cigarettes because it's a safe and it looks cool yeah i, I remember you you give an analogy on that that uh e-cigarettes like you just putting your uh mat on a uh on a kettle who's just just boiling through you just literally take it's heat yeah you know a kettle is just water where we inhale and exhale water all the time mm. but not hot water um, so steam will damage your lungs, so e-cigarettes will have some effect, and that's why we're seeing some of the con- uh, conditions that we're seeing. But the numbers are still very small uh, compared to uh, smoking, and we've known about smoking for years and years mm. and years, and yet people are still uh, smoking. Okay. And the worrying thing for me is the younger age group, particularly young ladies, are the main group that were, were growing. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I think Luton is the numbers are going down, and we're mm-hmm. doing really well. So the services that are out there with total well-being is working. The practices that run smoke cessation clinics is working. Mm-hmm. When people go on to these smoke cessation clinics, their success rates far outweighs than someone trying to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. So that extra bit of help, the extra bit of coaching, really does make a difference in addition to whatever they give you, patches, chewing gum, inhalators, or even e-cigarettes. So, um, you know, do join a group, mm-hmm. um, jo- join the, um, the smoke cessation team because their success rates are really good. And it's the start of the year. What, what better way to start the year by actually committing yourself? I still remember my dad used to be a smoker and I still remember remember that phone call when he had his heart attack at 55 and he was admitted to hospital and I was coming back from school and we had to uh, hear that news that 
he he was in hospital with a heart attack and we didn't know if he was going to survive and I was 14 and still to this day I remember mm-hmm. and I have to say to some of my patients who blindly go on smoking your child is going to have to face that same phone call at some stage and 60% of people who have their heart attack die with their first heart attack mm. my father was very fortunate he didn't he changed his life around he stopped smoking he ate healthy walked everywhere and fortunately lived to 83 84 even though he's had his heart attack at 55. So it can reverse this if you start to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. In terms of reversing, so uh, if we, uh, if somebody who is a smoker and they give up smoking now, um, although the damage has been done, so they are somewhere around late 40s, early 50s, somewhere around that that category who, who will be uh, qualifying for the CT scan, uh, I mean, uh, health, uh, uh, health scan. Uh, if they stop, uh, the damage has already done to the uh, to lungs, but can it be survived or can the damage yeah, be the, the, Because the lungs are so big, you've got so much more lung than you need, the um, reversibility doesn't happen, mm-hmm. but what lung you've got mm-hmm. works very well. So you can do everything you want to, as long as you stop smoking because the damage keeps going so that analogy i gave you with the bubble wrap just popping away well every puff it's not every cigarette every puff of cigarette you have you're losing five times more alveolar than i am you don't have five times bigger lungs than i have Mm -hmm. so eventually so we encourage people to stop smoking at any stage so even an eight-year-old who's struggling we know that symptomatically they will feel better we know that they'll have less infections we know they'll do less damage we'll know that will slow down the damage of the lung if they stop smoking so even if an 80 80 five-year-old can stop smoking and benefit imagine all the younger people will benefit for much longer mm-hmm. okay um uh, as the weather is changing let me introduce our listeners as well so listeners if you have any questions or queries regarding our show tonight please get in touch with us by calling us on 01582 uh, or you can send text messages or whatsapp on 0779 uh, we are talking about lungs health uh, and and definitely we will be talking about the changing weather uh, and when when we talk about changing weather one of the very common things which happens is is the uh, when where the changes people do get ill and they do get infections and so forth so uh, people who uh, so uh, let me sorry I've completely forgot to ask you one thing so people who already have uh, established conditions like asthma or COPD uh, and they were an ex-smoker will uh, will they be offered uh, the same uh, yeah if they fall between the age of 55 and 75 they will still be offered the same mm-hmm. but as I try to reiterate If you still get symptoms where your breathlessness is getting worse, where you're coughing persisting more than six weeks, um, where you're coughing up blood, Mm -hmm. uh, sudden weight loss for no reason, go and see your doctor. You don't have to be on the program to get investigated. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the, particularly if you're asymptomatic, you're feeling well, you're, you will get a letter over the next two years. Um, so we're doing it very gradually because of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, over the next two years, it's a four-year project, so two years we hope to get everyone through. Um, uh, what I want to try and show is that Luton stands out because all the previous pilots have only been 50% of people taken out. I want that number to be much bigger mm-hmm. um, so that everyone has uh, the benefit from that. Okay. Um, in terms of uh, the, uh, as we know, the cold weather is settling in. Uh, we have cold day by day, so people uh, do have uh, coughing and, and 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 infections in their lungs, anyways, uh, due to the, to the coldness of the weather. So people who already have asthma or COPD, uh, what are the advices for you uh, from you? So. I guess the first advice is the same for everyone, is try and stay as healthy as we can, eat healthy, exercise, um, don't smoke. Those three things I'll keep repeating and repeating because people are still doing it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting when you look at uh, the world when they have their flu epidemics, it's always around celebrations and holidays and it's almost certainly is because that's when we eat our most and worst things it's when uh, people drink and smoke uh, it's when people gather in big uh, 
parties um, in houses, don't go outside as much, mm -hmm. don't get the fresh air, spreading it amongst each other. Um, so, And you can plot it. You can plot where the flu vaccine is. So, you know, if you're going to a country where you're having a big celebration, if you avoid it, you're less likely to get the flu. But uh, joking aside, you can avoid by staying healthy, eating healthy, eating less and things like that. For those who already got conditions, asthma and COPD, you still treat it exactly the same. Most infections are viruses, and viruses don't respond to antibiotics. Mm -hmm. um, with the weather now changing, people are now coming in with their coughs and colds, and we're seeing lots of it. People are still worried that uh, they need something. Unfortunately, your body tries to protect itself by producing mucus, and to stop the mucus collecting in your lungs, you're going to get a cough. Mm -hmm. So the mucus and cough are your normal protection we can't stop that, and we shouldn't stop that because that's helping you. Most people are going to be unwell for about four or five days. Uh, mild temperature, which you can take paracetamol for, mm -hmm. uh, ibuprofen for those who can take it. Um, and four or five days, you'll feel like you're worse. You may need to stay in, but drink plenty. Keep moving. Try not to just stay in bed. You want to exercise your lungs to help it mm -hmm. clear things. And then you should start to improve. Now, the cough, unfortunately, forgets to switch off <laughs> because it's designed to stop phlegm collecting in your lungs and getting pneumonia. Mm -hmm. So the cough can last for seven to 14 days. So people always worry about the cough and they come and there's very little, all the research have suggested the cough mixtures don't work. Mm -hmm. So unless you're very short of breath and uh, the coughing is that drastic where you're finding it difficult to breathe normally, mm -hmm. then we, we, we should see you and assess you. But otherwise, let nature take its course. It will eventually clear by itself. Mm -hmm. If, however, you're high temperature, shivering, coughing up lots of green phlegm, becoming more and more short of breath and you're getting worse then you need to seek help and i would suggest uh, ring 111 mm -hmm. most practices now in luton because of the access problems and people uh, we've we've listened to people we mm -hmm. get, if you ring 111 most practices will have their emergency appointments that can be booked directly by 111 so they can ask all the relevant questions um to see whether the person needs to be seen or just have general advice like i've just given mm -hmm. if they need to be seen they will book them into the G uh, gp practices direct either their own or the general one well mainly on their own but out of hours it will be the out of hour services that are available mm -hmm. uh and in terms of uh sorry yeah, so um, with the asthma and COPD, if you've got asthma and COPD, you've got to know what to do if you're mm -hmm. not improving with the virus. So uh, for asthmatics, if you're becoming more breathless and more wheezy, mm -hmm. push up your blue inhalers. That should be automatic. I'm still seeing people who come through asthma clinic who still aren't doing that. They use their two puffs or hardly use. It's okay. I know we scare people by saying don't use your blue inhalers that often, but it's there when it's needed so mm -hmm. if you're finding you're a bit more wheezy than normal push up your blue inhalers to two puffs make sure you're using it correctly make sure you've had your asthma check and make sure you know what to do when these things happen mm -hmm. but push up your blue inhalers to up to four puffs to six puffs if you're needing 10 puffs it normally means you need to be seen so again ring 111 or your surgery to to be seen um but you can go right up to 10 puffs um, if you're needing that every four hours, you need to be seen. Mm -hmm. So if in a day or two you're still not beginning to improve, you need to be seen. We we try and give out peak flows to show how fast you can blow out. Mm -hmm. Now, you should know what, you, if you're an asthmatic, you should have a peak flow at home. And you should know what your best is. Now, if you're less than 50% of your best peak flow, so most, so someone like myself will be about 600, uh, some people are on 500. Um, but if, if I'm normally at 600 and my peak flow is now suddenly 300, then I need to push up my blue inhalers. If that's not helping, then I need to seek help. If your normal peak flow is around 300 and it goes down to 150 and you've used your blue inhalers, it's not working, seek help. And then also, if over that time, you may need to start using a preventer inhaler if, you, if you're not on it already. Most people should be on their preventer, and that should be your mainstay of so things like Clenil, Fostair, mm -hmm. uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For your COPD patients, so um, make sure you've had your asthma check because your asthma nurse should go through these things and they should give you an asthma plan that tells you exactly what to do when you're not feeling well and how to recognize when your asthma is not well controlled mm -hmm. and also what to do when it's acutely unwell. For your COPD patients, they're a slightly different beast because most asthmatics, it's a virus infection that makes them worse and don't often need antibiotics. 
for your COPD patients, if your phlegm is increased in volume or it's turned different color, or if you're more short of breath than normal and the inhalers aren't helping, mm -hmm. that is what we call an exacerbation. You probably need antibiotics and steroids at that stage. And the earlier you can have that for a COPD patient, the better, the better because there's less damage. Asthma is reversible, so you don't need to worry so much about how early. It's more about whether you're responding to the inhalers. Whereas COPD, if your phlegm is increasing, if it's discolored, and you're, and you're getting more short breaths, you've got an exacerbation. Now, if you've had exacerbations in the past, one or two a year, most practices will give you what we call an anticipatory um, emergency pack. So it's exacerbation means... Exacerbation is your phlegm increased mm -hmm. uh, more than usual, the volume. Mm -hmm. The color is dis, uh, discolored badly, uh, so it's darker green. Yeah, And if you're more short of breath than you usually are and your inhalers aren't working for that, mm -hmm. that's what we call an exacerbation. So those people need antibiotics and steroids. For those who keep having these things, it's best to have one at home. Mm -hmm. So if in the middle of the night these things are happening and you, and you can start it straight away. Mm. So you're saying something about anticipatory medicine? That's, that's those steroids and antibiotics to be kept at home. Okay. So that's what we call anticipatory drugs. So those with COPD should know that. If they don't, then, and you don't have, and check your cupboards, make sure they're in date. Mm -hmm. uh, it's surprising. They do have long shelf lives, a couple of years, but most people don't look at that. <laughs> just go in and if you've had it for a year or two, just have a look and make sure it's still in date. Mm -hmm. Because that will, if you start to uh, get these symptoms, shortness of breath, increased phlegm, discolored phlegm, um, you can start it straight away and then inform your doctors that you've started so we can send you another pack. Mm -hmm. and then if you're using it two or three times, we know you probably need to be assessed and whether we need to refer you to hospital and so forth. Mm -hmm. So make sure if you've got COPD and you've had uh, previous infections, have a discussion with your doctor whether it'd be appropriate for you to have mm -hmm. emergency pack of um, uh, steroids and antibiotics at home. Sir, is there any support groups available for patients like these who have these kind of problems? Um, obviously, you've got your friends and family. Mm -hmm. um, uh, locally, we have um, uh, uh, Breathe Easy, mm -hmm. uh, which if you don't mind, I'll look on my phone to get the number. Yeah. Um, but they... It's mainly for people with chronic lung disease, mm -hmm. uh, mainly adults, um, and they meet regularly once a month at, um, uh, I'll tell you exactly where, in mm -hmm. two seconds. So it's, because I can never say it, mm -hmm. right, the Pavilion, Skimpot Road, Dunstable, behind Tesco's. Mm -hmm. in, yeah, in, the big Tesco's, yeah. Dunstable, yeah. So um, they meet there every second Thursday. So the next one's the uh, 9th of January. Mm -hmm. um, the one after that is the 13th of February. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and it's a, so every second Thursday between 2 and 4. Mm -hmm. And it's like a support group. Uh, and it's much better to meet with people who have similar conditions mm -hmm. because some most of these will be experts in their own conditions and often more expert than the doctors and nurses mm -hmm. that look after them. They know their condition. They share ideas. They share how to avoid illnesses or what you're entitled to, what, what things you can claim for and things like that. And they always have a speaker. It's a very good social sharing uh, ideas and uh, concerns. In fact, and on 9th of January, they, uh, they have uh, somebody gone from the smoking sensation talking about yeah, uh, excellent. smoking yeah. as well yeah they're in a fantastic group mm. um the ethnic groups aren't well represented and we don't know why that is mm. they've they've tried to um reach out we don't know whether it's because of where it is or not but it'd be good for people to start going um i think they take care of us as well mm -hmm. so that um, when when I've encouraged people to go to these groups, it's it's the fact that they when they're not sure about something, they feel free to ask these people, and they normally know. So, for example, they go on trips. So, someone with severe COPD may find it difficult to think about going on holiday and things mm -hmm. like that. Well, they do trips, um, and they have wheelchairs, and they have people to help, things like that. So, it's a really good group to be involved with. Mm -hmm. If you want the number. I'll I'll read out the number for you. Yeah. It's zero three thousand zero three zero triple five. Mm-hmm. Zero three thousand zero three zero triple five. Okay.
and so in terms of the uh, uh, flu vaccinations and pneumococcal vaccinations of people who already have uh, chronic disease, uh, lung disease like COPD or uh, asthma, um, what is your advice? Because uh, flu season lasted between uh, September to um, February. Uh, we are, we are very poor in Luton mm-hmm. to have our vaccinations. <laughs> There's all sorts of myths going around. People are really worried about mm-hmm. what the side effects might be yet there's Mm -hmm. people dying because they're getting flu Mm -hmm. you've got to think of flu although i said that it doesn't respond to antibiotics but when you've got copd or chronic lung disease or any other chronic disease like heart disease strokes diabetes Mm -hmm. um, pregnant women for example children under five um, those people their immune system like we talked about earlier about like your armies like mm-hmm. your immune system if your army's having to fight the flu mm-hmm. it's being distracted and bacteria get in through the back door <laughs> and there's myriads of research now suggesting that lives are saved people aren't getting admitted to hospital because of the flu vaccine mm-hmm. um, if you're a carer you're entitled to free flu vaccination so if you've got someone with chronic lung disease or chronic any disease really and you're a, their carer you can get the flu vaccination we've tried in Luton to make it as easily accessible as possible practices have got clinics running all the time you can almost walk in and they'll book you in with the flu clinic pharmacists are doing vaccinations so you can go to your local pharmacist and most of them are doing vaccinations yet in Luton our numbers are still below the national average Mm -hmm. I can't explain why I think it's um, I don't know if there's a rumor going around how bad that it's not good for you or what but it helped me in person I must say Uh, but it, it does stop people going into hospital mm-hmm. because if you can stop the major flus that are likely to come and there's hundreds and hundreds of different flus it doesn't stop every flu mm-hmm. so you can still get a type of flu but the, the one that's going to end up putting you in hospital mm-hmm. is the one that it, it tries to prevent mm-hmm. um, and and success rates are there um, so I encourage everyone who has any of the chronic diseases uh, and that inc- also includes over 65. Mm-hmm. So anyone over 65 should be getting their flu vaccinated and you can still get it. So go to your pharmacist, go to your general practice uh, and get your flu vaccine. If you're a carer, you don't want to be giving your flu to someone who's chronically ill because they'll get ill very quickly. Definitely. And on that note, sir, thank you so much for uh, enlightening us uh, with all these positive messages. Low CT emission, it just means it's far less radiation. Mm-hmm. So it's much safer than a full-blown CT. Someone mm-hmm. asked, asked the question earlier. Yeah. And and uh, on that note, I must say thank you so much, sir, for coming today. And Excellent. Uh, I will be definitely calling you again. Cause Park I'm run do- Saturdays, 9 o'clock. Yes, definitely. I will, Park. I will be joining in, inshallah, uh, in the park run as well this Saturday, myself as well. Uh, try to beat you this time <laughs> nah I can't because you run really fast anyhow until next week I'm um, I'm saying Salaam Alaikum thank you so much sir Assalamualaikum. thank you for listening to our podcast we stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org you'll find all our daily updates on our social media at Inspire FM Luton.